Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise God and welcome to our Saturday Shabbat services here today. I am back in Atlanta. Mugshot number Donald Trump. Mugshot PO one one three five eight oh nine. Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries was the only deliverance ministry that prophesied that Donald Trump was a gangster. Rico Act. Live Deliverance Internet Radio prophesied that he would not win the reelection. Live Deliverance Internet Radio has been up against demonic spirits for politics and trying to get Christians to come out of it ever since I've been doing this. This ain't just because Donald Trump. Political spirits are demonic. They're demonic. Mug shots. And a lot of Christians are so deceived because they don't know the Bible. They don't say they believe anything. Millions of Christians supporting Donald Trump call themselves Christians. If you go to my website, they ask him to quote some scriptures. He said that was personal. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. It's personal, but he could have quoted scripture so people know the scripture. He don't know no Bible. And a lot of born-again spirit-filled, tossed about tongue-talking Christians been bewitched. Putting your trust in that. We're going to be talking about a subject that I had talked about earlier. But as I talk to people and do ministry to people, people mess themselves up with their mouth. And a lot of people don't believe when they say something that it's going to go out into kingdoms. It's a spiritual words have lots of power. And so many Christians mess up themselves. Oh, my God, they just mess themselves up uh, dealing with these, this, this mouth. You could be going through a tremendous time. Everybody is going through tremendous times. It's not going to get any better. Christ is coming soon. It, it, it's, it's, it's coming very soon. Only God knows but the signs I can see. And one thing I see when I talk to Christians is that they mess themselves up with their mouth. Some Christians walk with their emotions on their shoulder. The Bible says walk by the Spirit. You can't walk in the spirit when you're in your emotions. The sons of God led about the spirit. The spirit is not read about your emotions. Your emotions are part of your suki because your soul. There are a lot of soulish Christians, and they're not aware that they're soulish by what come out their mouth. A lot of Christians don't want to study the Bible. They're not diligent in studying the Bible. They have no clue of revelation personally that the Lord has given them in their life. You know, if it wasn't the mercy and the grace of God, we wouldn't be here. I have to trust the Lord. I can't trust in people to give money. I have to trust the Lord. And God wants you to trust him. I, 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 I see people leaving Jamaica trying to come over here. I met a guy coming back from uh, Pittsburgh. I said, why, why, you, why do you like America? I, I, I'm, I'm running after the money, and then I'm going to get the money and carry it back. Why can't you go back to where you come from and create things in your country to come take something from an abominous nation that's about to come under judgment and think you're being blessed? Christians being deceived by pastors, as a lot of pastors have control over Christians, which is witchcraft. You listen to the pastor before you listen to your husband. That's pitiful. But the devil's in the church. And I'm not no advocate for prosperity ministry. That ain't, that, I, don't, I don't even recognize that mess. That's a way for him to get money and buy, get 28 rooms, four, five, six thousand. They ain't never had none. Most pastors ain't never po. They come po, then they get they, the, the Lord blessing with it, and then they start perverting the gospel to live that lifestyle. 
It doesn't take a pastor to get out to church and put a whole whole family in, in a van and go home. You don't rent that thing for that one day. That money can go to children that's in need in your church or someone who don't have their lights. You know, if I did set up a church, if the Lord told me to set up a church, you know how I'd like to have that church. I need every every member use their talents, help one another. We got 500 members. We got a hunt, we got a mechanic. I'll take that money to raise money to build a uh, a garage for the mechanic to work on for church members' cars. That mechanic gonna get paid if he's a member of the church. He gets a salary. That bringing all the the, the meat so to come back into the storehouse. That means give it back. They don't give it back. And a lot of you are so deceived. And a lot of you are so traditional. You got to come out of that. Don't let your mouth get you in trouble. It's enough that we got to deal with the devil and we got to wrestle and fight. We're at war. This is a war. It is a spiritual war. And guess what? If you don't armor yourself up, you're going to get war out. If you don't read the word of God, you're going to get war out. If you don't pray in the Holy Ghost to build yourself up, I, I see demons tap people up emotionally. I can't make it. I'm tired. They start crying. And I just watch and just listen. It's not that I'm, I, don't, I, I don't have uh, sympathy for them. I have, I'm trying to hear the Spirit of God. I don't have time to be in sympathy. I need to hear Holy Spirit, what, what I'm dealing with. And, you know, what brings this sermon that I'm about to teach to people is the negative confessions that I hear when Christians going through trials and tribulations. It's hard. I haven't bought myself a pair of tennis shoes in two years. I got a hole in it, but I'm going to pay the radio station. Son of God didn't have a place to lay his head. I don't get on here and beg. You never get me on here to beg. No, I got a God, and if I'm teaching God's word, unadulterated, I'm going to be all right. Our mouth gets us. In so much trouble I heard a guy say I'm going to get My daddy had cancer I guess I'm going to get it too And I told him Why would you say that? Well it's just what it is He just spoke that And you know what? (laughs) I hate to tell you He got cancer And he died Your tongue can mess you up It's enough That you're going through tribulations and trials that you got to fight these demons but to assist them with your mouth can't be like that i want you to come in prayer heavenly father lord we come in the name of jesus of nazareth let the hear hear these words lord father i bind any demon any demon that would block the hearer from hearing the word of God today. Lord, your word says, what's up you said bound on earth shall be bind in heaven. And what's up you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I bind every demonic force, any type of spirit that will try to block us from being on air. I take authority over the spirit of thoughtfulness that they won't fall asleep hearing the word. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would I would like for you to please turn your Bibles teen verse 24 Acts chapter 15 verse 24 For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words, W-O-R-D-S, words can trouble you. Saying the wrong word can really trouble you. And a lot of people don't realize that they're hurting themselves and you're assisting demons. You're assisting them. 
because you're helping them get a legal interest in with your negative confession. You're helping the devil and don't even realize it. And then some people say, well, I'm just trying to express myself, explain to you. The Holy Spirit already told me by word of knowledge. Ain't nothing to explain. And then I hear this here. I pray about it. When people say that, they're not praying about it. That's the way to get you off the conversation because they don't want to deal with it. It's it's so much that we as Christians need to really thank God for His for God's mercy, because none of us when I, I know I don't deserve to be here, we, and we all struggle with sins. You know, we we got people dealing with gluttony, but I, I got to get with the mouth, the, the tongue. Even if a person have gluttony, say, "The Lord, I believe I can stop eating." Speak some faith with what you say. And when you speak faith with what you say, God will back it up. You hear me? I see so many, and it just really hurt my heart when I see Christians talk to me. And the narrative is so negative. I don't hear no faith. I hear no faith come out of people's mouth, just doubt. And the devil can chew that. You have to speak something, which is the word. And if you mix it with faith, it will work. So why say, oh, it's never going to happen? Now, how are you going to mix that with faith? It's never going to happen. It won't happen to me. Or... My head hurt. I'm tired of living. Now, how is God going to bless you saying you're tired of living? But you spoke it. And when you speak it, whatsoever you sow, you weep. And I would find out in my life that I was being hindered by my own self with the words that I say. I found that out the hard way. When I'm struggling in anything, with the demons, I'm doing it through Christ Jesus. I'm doing it through faith. Everything got to be by faith. So watch your mouth. You got to watch your mouth. For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words, subverting your soul, saying, ye must be circumcised and keep the law to whom ye know such commandments. They was being troubled by these words because it was no more of that. Jesus notified that. So your words can trouble you. Every one of us, we got seven openings in our head. That number which is often to no completeness. We have three pair openers. We got two eyes, we got two ears, and we got two nostrils, but we got one mouth. Think if you had two mouths, you'd be really messed up. And when you speak things, and if you don't speak it in faith, it's not going to produce nothing. Don't forget Hebrews 3, 2, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the words preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that hear it. So when you hear it, you got to mix it in faith. When you read it, you got to mix it in faith. I ain't going to get no money. My money's not going to come in. It always do that. I'm tired of here. And boy, the minute you say that, you put in operation demons. Don't do your, don't let your mouth do you like that. See, you need to be reversing that. Mark 11:23 says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he say shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he believe it. Now that works opposite with you're going to believe doubt. I ain't going to get it. If you ain't going to believe it, you ain't going to believe it. 
doctor tell you you got six months to live. That ain't what God told you. God didn't tell you that. So you will believe a confession that this man said out of his mouth. And then once you receive it, oh, my God, you didn't open up doors to the demons to attack you. It's the words that we have to be careful with and the things that we say. I want to show you something in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verse 2. To protect yourself, don't don't say a whole lot. See, when when I'm around people, I'm I'm praying in tongues. I don't go. In, I, I was at a place where some ministers was, and uh, well, what do you think about this? I said, y'all take care. Have a, the Lord told me get out of there. Don't don't ain't nobody don't nobody believe in the Sabbath. <laughs> don't believe in speaking in tongues. So what I'm doing there? The Lord told me to leave. Don't let your mouth be a blessing. Ecclesiastes 5, 2 says, Be not harsh with thy mouth, and let not thy heart be hasty to utter anything before God. But God is in heaven, and thou upon earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. Let thy words be few. Let thy words be true. You ain't got to say a whole lot. You don't need to say a whole lot. You're going to mess yourself up if you're not going to speak faith. Death or life is very real. The excerpt of Derek Prince says, The title for this study in questions, Does Your Tongue Need Healing? As we follow this theme, you may be in for some surprises. Now, this is what Derek Prince says. Let me begin by pointing out something very significant about the way in which the Creator designated the human head. Every one of us have seven openings in our head. I said that. The number in scriptures was off the completeness of seven, which is God. I said that. We have three pair openings. I said that. We have two eyes, two ears, and two nostrils, but the Creator restricts the seventh opening, the one, the mouth. I said that. I have often asked people, how many of you wish you had more than one mouth? I've said that, but I have never met anyone who did. Most of us have one mouth, which the devil can use or God can use. In the first section of the study, we would wish to share the number of passages of Psalm 34. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whosoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil. If you want to see a long time, blessings, speak, I am blessed, even if you don't see it. Now, if you're not tithing, you're under covenant. You can speak that all day, and you understand God can't protect that. But don't let your mouth mess you up. If you got a problem with your mouth, I tell the Lord that you, you, you need to put a bridle over it. There's a bridle in, in Psalms 39.1 that tells us, I said I will take heed to my ways, that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. Just don't say nothing. You will mess up your blessings speaking the wrong thing. Lord may be getting carrying you through a trial of tribulation. You get mad at God. Now, you just spoke anger against God. I notice every Christian never get mad at the devil because they don't know the devil. They always get mad at God. And God loves you so much that you totally forget, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in you shall have everlasting life. You forget that at the moment of anger. And then you say things to people. And you don't even know why you said it. Now, if you got that problem, you got some demons. Your mouth may be foul. Those are demonic spirits. If you can never say nothing negative, you have spirits that's oppressing you. The devil don't want you to say anything in faith. He would love to have you to cuss. Holler, scream. I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of it. I quit. I give up. That's what he wants to hear. 
Now he said it's time to attack. But he'll let you slowly, slowly kill yourself with your words. Brothers and sisters, that's not needed to be. The tongue must be tamed. But no man can tame it, James 3 says. You put a bit in horse's mouth, it obey. You can take a stern of a ship in the book of James, and it'll go to him, go with that little old rudder. But this thing here is set on fire on hell. And you cannot allow this to stop your blessing. Sometimes it's not the devil. I don't give him off the hook now. But it could be you saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, messing up your blessing. This is a very simple, simple teaching. I'm not going to be too long today because I'm resting. I just got in from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm tired. And uh, I need some rest. Uh, the, 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 the body has to rest. When you're doing deliverance and working long hours, uh, 17 hours a day, and I'm not trying to get no autograph or praise book or be lifted up, it's just a lot of work with this ministry. And uh, I needed to get this out because I'm tired of hearing people calling me. And every time they call, I talk to them, listen to them, they just keep putting curses on themselves. And then they say, it's the devil. Well, you didn't help the devil. So if you got a problem with your mouth, ask the Lord to put put something over it. Uh, Psalms 39.1 says, I said I will take heed in my ways that I sin not with my mouth or with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. Be be quiet. If you're going to say something that's contrary to Scripture and you're waiting on the Lord to bless you, if that don't happen, the devil will send somebody to you to get you upset. That's That's how the devil works. He's always looking for you to fail in not believing in God. He's always looking for you to make a moment where you'll give him a legal right through anger, through unforgiveness, through saying negative words, especially for negative words. We did it with negative words, but he, we give him the open. If the scripture says, resist the devil, he shall flee, James 4, 7, it is something that we're not doing. We all struggle with sin. There are sins that people struggle with, man, half their life. I know a man who's been struggling with sexual sins ever since he was a child. Can't get a person's name. We need grace. Just thank him for your grace. Our mouths get us in trouble. God still blesses. But sometimes we can speak curses on ourselves and even bring death. And I hate to say this. But Dr. Martin Luther King had a wonderful speech, which was nice for the civil rights struggle. But the brother spoke a curse on himself. He said, I may not be with you. And he wasn't. Malcolm X says, I'm a dead man already. And he was dead. I can go on and on and on and on about spoken curses. Don't speak curses over yourself. This is so basic that if you don't even read the Bible, you can understand it. I got to get to this level because I've been listening to people calling me that don't even know the Bible. Praise God, uh, Kathleen. Shalom, Shabbat. God bless you. And when I see people in a trial, in a tribulation, the one thing that the devil do to a Christian is to get them to say something negative. Now he's on the way to destroy you. If you can speak the word and believe it and stand on it, whether you see it working or not, because God's ways are not your ways, the devil ain't going to tell you that, why he's trying to tempt you to say something that you don't want to say out your mouth. He's constantly looking for a way to enter with what the words that you say. In the book of James, One twenty-six. If any man among you seems to be religious and bridled not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, that man's religion is vain. So all our walk in God is in vain if we can't control our mouth. It is, I, I, I don't use my mouth to bring money to this church. That's witchcraft. 
I wouldn't do that. See, death and life is a power of tongue. If I sit up in here and just tell you to sow a seed and, and quoting scriptures and, and constantly hopping on that, hopping on that, and hopping on that, that's trying to make somebody do something that the Spirit of God don't move on them. I don't do that. I'm not going to let my mouth allow me to do that in the presence of God while I'm teaching. I'm going to trust God. Don't let your mouth stop your blessing because so many people I hear as I minister to them, but the confessions that they say, it's horrible. I met a lady at the hospital. She said, what are you doing in the hospital with me? I'm a chaplain business. I said, well, ma'am, I came to pray. Well, they, they, they gave me cancer. They told me I got three months to live, so I'll be gone in three months. I said, ma'am, why would you say that? Well, that's what they said. The Bible didn't say that. <laughs> and she said, well, I ain't got time for the Bible. It don't work. Next day she was dead. In Proverbs 13, 13 3, the scriptures say, he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. Now, that is very powerful. You can't keep your life right if you don't use your mouth right. You got to use the word of God and speak it and stop looking at what you see when you speak it. And then you're going to time God. Okay, Lord, I'm, I'm going to speak this and believe. I'm going I'm to believe it. Then you go and you quote Mark 11:23, and you, 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 you'll be getting down on this. And then this is what you, how you mess yourself up. For verily I say unto you, that's what you say, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe the things that come. He said, Lord, I believe in my heart that you're going to provide a way for me to meet this bill. All right? You just said that. Don't you think that them demons waiting on a moment when you get upset, a moment when you done had a hard day at work, a moment when another building came, a moment when someone just called you about somebody that died in the family. A moment that uh, somebody may call you, uh, you know, and you just got off work, you got to go back to work. Oh, he'll find all kinds of ways to get you emotional, distraught, and then hear what you're going to do. You're going to forget that blessing that you said, and then you're going to get mad at God. I haven't seen this happen more times than anything in my life since I've been a Christian. Do not allow your mouth to say things, utterance against God or his word, if you're trying to believe in his word, that it'll work. The word is health to our bones. And when we speak the right things, it becomes health to our bones also. Go to Psalms 106, verse 33. Psalms 106, verse 33. We got to watch what we say. We cannot say anything negative that's going to stop our blessing. Don't help the devil. Don't help him. Psalms 106, and we're going to go to verse 33. Because they provoked his spirit so that he spake unadvisedly with his lips. See, you had a bad day. Remember I said that? And, and, and now you're irritable and them demons see it and then they want you to do this because they provoked his spirit so that he spake unadvisedly with his lips. They're going to attack your spirit so you can say something against God. I see it every time I talk to Christians and minister to them. They're always blaming God. Jesus has given you the word of God, and that you have to speak what you believe with faith and not allow your mouth to say, this, this ain't going to happen. I'm going through a tremendous trial, and I can hear the demons. They say, the Lord ain't going to provide for you. Why don't you preach some prosperity sermons? You'll get some money. I know I'm not going to, because the demons say that. He even said I wouldn't do it because they ain't the Bible. Or you may get a suggestion to get you to say something. See, you cannot, your spirit has to be really strong in God to listen to what I'm saying, to apply this. 
You have to root yourself in the word and pull the word up for everything, for anything. Because it bears record in heaven. When you put it up, God says, I got you. And the devil definitely don't want you saying nothing positive. Oh, no. No, 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 no. He, he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that you curse God with your mouth. And you be angry at God. I was mad at God. And I never will in my life no more. It was Satan that was using me. I was young. I got mad God, but and it wasn't nothing but the, the Lord did not. And then I start saying words. See, when you get angry, you say words that you're going to have to repent from. And if your spirit hasn't said it, your soul has spoken. And here come the demons. Speak the word. Don't speak doubt. For three, for there are three that bear record in heaven. First John five seven. For there are three that bear record in heaven: the Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Speak that, and they are one. Not doubt. Don't let your mouth be uttering something out that it don't need to be. You you you, you can't. Don't do it. We should ask God for help in controlling our tongues. Ask Him. Lord, help me. Here's some scriptures. Ask the Lord, Lord, apply this to me in Psalms 141, verse 3. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the doors of my lips. God can do it. We can't do this by ourselves. That's a scripture to ask God to help you so that you won't say the wrong thing. Because the tongue can no man tame in James chapter 3. No man can tame the tongue. And I'm speaking for a speedy trial for my, my personal issues with the VA. I'm not speaking nothing negative. Lord, I'm going to receive this. I ain't going to put no curse on me trying to get my blessing. The devil would love to tell me, get mad at God. He ain't sent no money to come in here. And you are here preaching. And he, he got money. I hear the demons tell me that. Well, God owns everything. But I can't get a, a angry at God. I can't let my mouth say something. See, when our mouth says something wrong, you got to pay that back. For whatsoever man saw it, that's it. He weep. So the demons would love you to come out of agreement with the word of God, make you say something to the wrong person that you really didn't mean to say, and you know it was wrong, and then you don't want to forgive because you got pride in you. You say, well, it's okay. No, it ain't okay. Go ask that person you're sorry if you offended them. In Colossians 3.8, it says, But now ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Oh, boy, did I have a problem with that. United States Navy, nothing but cussing. Whew. See, when your mouth is not used by using the word of God, everything else is foolish. Greater than he that is in me than he that is in the world, First John 4, 4. If he reside in me, in you and him, his word should be in agreement with your spirit. So therefore, you shouldn't be allowing your mouth to say anything that's contrary to your spirit. Because the inner spirit man of you is the one that needs to be working uh, everything and controlling everything. But because most of us don't fast, we don't like to fast. We don't intercede. We don't lay in the Holy Ghost about two or three hours and press into the Holy Ghost. We don't do these things. And if we would do these things and equip ourselves with God's word and believe that when you say something, it's going to come to pass, then it will come to pass. See, you and the word works together. You and the word works together. Do you know that? You and the word works together. So don't let your mouth, that that side that's going to say something, control what you speak in your spirit to believe in. In John 15, 1, he says, I am the vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. And every 
fruit that beareth fruit, he pledged it, that it may bring forth much fruit. God's word is fruit. And if you speak, speak it, it's going to bear more. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. See, if you read the word and speak in the word, you're good. But if you're saying MF, SHIT, and the hell with it, and I'm tired of this, that's, that ain't got nothing to do with this. You are out of fellowship with God. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. See, we need Christ, except it be able to be divine. No, can you accept you abide in me? If we abide in him, and he's in you, and the word in you, speak that thing negative to mess up your blessing. Again, don't speak anything negative to mess up your blessing. I am the vine, he is the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Now, do you believe that God going to be with you while you're cussing? Do you believe that God going to sit there and say, come on now, here you go doubting. And, well, he ain't here no more. I'm tired of waiting on the Lord. That's what they want to hear. Wait. Be patient. Speak the word, even if you don't see the result. I never forget this. I've told this story over and over and over. But this 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 story here is a blessing to me. There's a sister in the Lord in Mississippi. She spoke that word, and there was a serious hurricane. And every house around her. This is a real story. That's why I say the same story. That's why I find something new that someone tell me, or I knew this person. And she said, brother, the devil was trying to make me say negative things. The devil was trying to make me cuss. Not once did I cuss or get upset. Or, God, D is raining. This M, L, you know, that's how you know how you do that. You know how you do that. Damn. Well, you, that ain't in the Bible. And time you go connecting with that other world, with them demons, the two kingdoms, Matthew 12, 26, 12, 28, that mouth going to go into one of them. That woman say, in the name of Jesus, you will not come into my house. She says she said that, and some demons, she can hear them saying, it ain't going to work, it ain't going to work, it ain't going to work. She said, I believe, and she starts spoken, in the name of Jesus, I command you, I command you not to come on my doorsteps. And you know it didn't, and her house was low, and everybody else's house was flooding. It was like God holding it back. That's how powerful your words are when you pray. It has been so hard here for me that the Lord, I, I, I press the Lord, how I'm going to do this? I trust you, Lord, and I don't never say nothing negative. I don't never say nothing negative. I'm not going to say anything negative to stop my blessing for offerings or whatever come here. I can't say, well, Lord, he ain't going to help me. Then he won't even help me because I spoke it. This is so simple. I have a lot of baby, 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 baby Christians. I got Christians that I'm, in, I'm really ministering to Christians that don't, they don't know the Bible. So I'm not using a lot of scriptures. I'm using some because I'm, I'm, I got about 20. They're just young in the Lord, very, very young. Amen. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and withered, and men gather them. And cast them into the fire, and they'll burn. Matthew, uh, John chapter 15, verse 6. See, if you're not biding in his word, you start using your mouth that's negative, then you're away from Jesus is what he's saying. It's that simple. Because the word must be spoken out of your mouth. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. What you speak is going to go into the kingdom. Remember that before you get upset. If you abide in me and my word or words abide in you, and ye shall ask whatsoever it shall be done unto you. See, if you abide in him and not use negative words, you'll get your blessing. You will get your blessing. God does not show no respect to a person. But when you're saying negative stuff coming out your mouth, that's unbelief. That's skepticism. That's doubt. That's anger. That's frustration. That's not God. Come out of that arena. Come out of that arena. Repent. Lord, forgive me for what I said. Take the words back. I ask in the name of Jesus, you forgive me for saying negative words that will block my blessing. I send that back. 
in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, I send it back. Just talk, talk to him like that. I'm going to watch my mouth. According to Psalm 39.1, I'm going to put a bridle on my mouth. I'm not going to let my mouth make me do things or say things that I'm going to regret. As the Father have loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that your joy might remain in your, might remain in your life and that your joy might be fulfilled. When you're not saying any negative words, you know, negative words stir up spirits and demons. I want you to know that. Then the whole atmosphere changes. You ever been around people when they're arguing, a husband or wife, the whole atmosphere of love is gone because the spirits of argumentativeness that's coming from their tongue, their mouth at each other are burning the love that God has placed in that marriage through those words. If you're single, stand on the word of God. I'm looking fine. You don't find no, look, you want to get married, let, let learn ask the Lord. Lord, I want to speak. The Bible says he that find the wife find the favor of the Lord. Speak the word, believe the word, and wait on the Lord, because that's a different process. I'm going to do a teaching on dating and, and finding a wife because uh I, I got some testimonies of a lot of errors that I made, and I pray that it'll be a blessing to you. But for you who are listening to me. Don't give the devil any resources to attack you by saying negative words. Because when you say them, you are opening up a door. In, in Proverbs ten fourteen, it says, "Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the fool is near destruction." That's not. It is foolish to say things that's contrary to the word of God. It is foolish to do that. I, I was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. God told me, well, my father got sick. I, I'm going to guess I'm going to have to get sick, too. He don't, I, Lord, I ain't say nothing. He don't know the Lord. I don't feel like dealing with that. And I, I just didn't say nothing. Let's look at some scriptures before we close about this mouth. Man, this, this thing, this, this mouth is something else. Let, let, let me say this here. In John 10.10, 10, the person who said before us here is distinguished very clearly between them, the life giver, Jesus, and the life taker, Satan. The devil only comes into our lives to take life. He comes to steal life and the blessings that God gives us. He comes to kill us physically and destroy us, and he wants us to hate God by using your mouth against his word. And Proverbs twelve eighteen says, There is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. If you get angry, starting today, say, I'm not going to get angry. Cease from anger. I'm not going to get angry in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I'm not going to let my mouth in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, put me in trouble. I'm not going to let my thoughts in the name of Jesus of Nazareth get me out of line with the word of God. I refuse to be an instrument to assist the devil who hates me. I refuse by using negative words out my mouth. This is a very simple sermon. Your mouth shut. God bless you. Shalom to you. Watch what you say, man. And I do, before I go, I, 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 got to, I got to hit these scriptures because I, I'm a scripture teacher. And I, I need to feed this to you because it's very, very important. Please listen to this in Proverbs twenty-one twenty-three. I got to get these out before I go. Proverbs twenty-one twenty-three. I'm on my sabbatical. I'm going to go to get me some sleep. I've been up all night doing deliverances, and I'm very tired. Proverbs 21, verse 23. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue, watch this now, keepeth his soul from troubles. Your emotion is your soul. A lot of people, if they can get this scripture in their life, 
their life will be 100% better. I believe in practical teaching every day. I don't believe in teaching people to prophet. I just teach prophets and all that when he comes. Look, everyday practical living is what Christians need to learn. He, y'all don't need to be having the preacher say, okay, get your tithes and offers, and now we're going to be raising money for this and that. Get up and get out of there. Tithes and offers, all you require to do are make an offering. Let me read this again to you. Proverbs 21. We're going to do another series of this, too, next Saturday. We're going to do another series. We're just getting started because I got some babies. I, I know the meat follows hear me, but I got some baby, baby converted, about 30 of them. They don't they know the Bible. They've been Catholic. They ain't never read the Bible. So I'm doing this for some babies in the Lord to give them some simple meat to get them to stop what they're saying. Now, in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19, make sure you underline, make, make, make sure that you underline Proverbs 21, verse 23. Go back over there again. Please read this. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue, keeping his soul from troubles, your soul, watch your mouth, you'll keep your soul from troubles. And a lot of people don't even know that their soul get them in trouble. The Bible says that. Please study that scripture tonight. And also go to Proverbs chapter 10 verse 19 through 21. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 19 to 21. In the multitude of words, it's very important to watch what you say. This is a very simple sermon. Watch your mouth so you can get your blessing. He that hated, hated with lying lips, and he that utter a slander is a fool. In the multitude of words, there wanted not sin, but he that reframing his lips is wise. Speak faith, shut the rest down. Speak faith out your mouth and shut the rest down. How you doing? I'm wonderful. I'm blessed and highly favored. I mean, that's a good one, but uh, <laughs> you, I don't know about the highly favored because God shows no favoritism. So that's, that's a cliche I don't like to say to people. The lips of the righteous feed many. That's what God's trying to get you. When your mouth feeds many good words, blessing words, words of faith, words of, words of encouragement, words of deliverance, words of knowledge, words of praise, words of honor, you're going to be blessed. Proverbs 10.21 the lips of the righteous feed many, but the fool die for want of wisdom. Proverbs eighteen seventeen: A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. You don't want to be like that. Don't let your lips be the snare of your soul. Lose your peace by confessing. I don't know how I'm going to get this money. I don't know what's going to happen to me. I don't know what's going to happen to me. Look what you just said. That's doubt, self-skepticism, ain't no faith. I don't know what's going on. That's a curse. The Lord got you. Your life is hidden in him, Colossians 3.3. 3. Why would you want to say that? Who told you to say that? I'm tired. I'm just sick of this. I'm really getting tired of this. This is getting on my nerves. This is getting on my nerves. Now, you done gave the demons to start working on your nerves. You spoke it. Brothers and sisters, watch what you say. I don't want to live no more. The Bible says death. 
the Bible says, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. But I don't want to live no more. I didn't had enough. Now the demon's coming now. You just surrendered. <laughs> and they, they don't take prisoners to wars. They kill you. Look here. Watch your mouth and watch what you say. God bless you. Small, simple sermon today. We're going to see you next a Saturday. We're going to get into some more things with this nature and some other teaching on be aware of false prosperity teachers. I'm calling them out next Saturday. I'm calling out, thou money cometh unto me. I'm calling it out. Please sow a seed. We do have needs, and it is your my desire to ask you to help us. Five dollars, whatever. Whatever God gives us. The Bible says, despise not small things. I don't believe in telling you the Lord told me to tell you to give, get, give me your mortgage note and do all. We don't do all that and promise you a thousand million times you're going to get that back. And that, that's, that's nowhere biblical a person can do that. But the Bible says, whatsoever you do, do it as unto the Lord. And if you tithe and give to this ministry, give it as unto the Lord, not to me. It takes $1,000 a month to run this radio station plus $265 because my lecture bill is constantly how I'm burning so much computers and I got a lot of stuff going on back here. I've been on air 15 years and I've never had to beg one dime. I never had to even do a commercial or put a commercial in Jamaica or down the street. I don't need that because if you teach the word of God, it is simplest. God will send those here to be blessed. Now, if you need a, a church, Come fellowship with us on Saturdays. This is why I opened Saturday up for Sabbath keepers. You had church today. You had the word of God in your home. This is the day of rest. Jesus is the Lord of Sabbath, and he notified it. Amen. Shabbat starts at 6.30 Friday, and Shabbat is over with at 6.30 Saturday. I am a Sabbath keeper. We are not seven days of vintage. Let's get that straight. We believe in speaking in tongues. Laying hands on the sick, casting out demons, all the nine gifts of the Spirit. Amen. We believe in reading the book of Psalms. It's the Old Testament. We believe in the law of the Torah, but we don't have to live the law of the Torah. We are out from under the law, thereby we are in grace. And we believe that uh, Jesus took the place of Melchizedek. He is the high priest. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. Yeshua the Messiah, the Son of God. God bless you. Please sow a seed at www.livedeliverance.com. Help us out. We are in need. I pray that God move on your heart. Lord, touch those that you want to move on their heart. Lord, I don't believe in no witchcraft and talking folks. That's, that, ain't, that ain't happening here. In the name of Jesus, I ask that the Spirit of God move on those who can give and those who can't give lord open up a door that they can and give them revelation knowledge of why they're lacking we take authority over the spirit of lack and poverty in the name of jesus amen now the lord has sent me there are some people that's listening and don't tithe you have to tithe and you have to find a church if you need a church come set up on us email me at obertonab1 at gmail.com you can call me at 678-701-3733 shalom happy sabbath God bless, and we'll see you next Saturday, if it's the will of the Lord. Shalom.